Welcome everybody to another fantastic episode from yours truly, Spot of Nerd. It is Turkey Day, if you're watching this on Turkey Day in America, or whatever this, just go with it. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody that is celebrating right now, and of course, happy holidays. No matter what holiday you celebrate, if you're not celebrating this holiday. So, yeah, anyway. So, I thought it would actually be kind of fun to do a little bit of a weekly roundup slash TV show and movie roundup. And there's a lot to talk about. So, we're going to kind of blitz through some of these. These are some of the shows that I am currently watching and perhaps some of the shows that maybe you are as well. I would love to know your thoughts in the comments. Please let me know. Have you seen them? Have you not seen them? Are you watching something that I'm not, that I should be as well? Tell me, that way we can talk about it and have a damn good time. But until then, let's roll that beautiful, beautiful, sweet intro credit thingy, my bob. First up on the list is actually two shows that I believe are officially done. And what I mean by that, of course, they have had their series finale. Specifically, one is Loki. We've just finished up the second season, and as much as Marvel really is dead, Loki was one of those series that actually gave it a little bit of credit. And what I mean by that is, Loki was pretty good, if you ask me. It got trashed by reviews, specifically the second season. First season was incredible, second season not so much, but I truly did think they wrapped up the series immensely. Obviously, I'm gonna give you a little bit of a spoiler warning here, but if you've seen it, you know, he's he, he achieved his dream of becoming a god. He, he achieved his dream of, um, what's his catchphrase? I am Loki of Asgard, and I am burdened with glorious purpose. By essentially becoming the timeline god person thing, it's it was pretty amazing, I'm not gonna lie to you. The entire second season, it really was kind of just a catch-22, you know, it was pointless to be quite frank, but the way they wrapped it up to make sure to kind of make Loki into this time god was pretty badass and I'm not gonna lie to you if you haven't watched it you probably should I would maybe just say watch her like a catch-up type thing and just watch the series finale because quite frankly the way they wrap this up I don't think this will be the last time we see Loki but I'm pretty sure this will be the last season of Loki so definitely check that out right now if you haven't uh it's on currently on Disney plus the other series that has just ended, which again, if you've ever, I mean, if you're a Walking Dead fan, there's a lot of spinoff series. I'm currently watching Dead City. Daryl was actually pretty good. Daryl Dixon, The Walking Dead, Daryl Dixon was pretty good. Kind of bogus, the fact that he ended up in France. But again, it's another one of those shows 
very rarely does it work from a spinoff. This one actually really does. If you were a big fan of The Walking Dead, if you were a big fan of Daryl Dixon, I highly recommend you do go check out The Walking Dead Daryl Dixon because cinematically it was beautiful. They actually did shoot a lot of the scenes in France. The storyline actually made sense. The biggest piece that is kind of just of a, it really is a, a joke if you think about it, is the fact that Daryl ends up in France. It's, spoiler, yes, they do explain how he gets there, but it is a little bit far-fetched. So, surprisingly, they are going to give him a second season, which is unique, because next year, we're going to get the Rick and Michonne series, which will hopefully wrap up that story arc. But they're best friends, Rick and Daryl, so it'll be interesting how they play with the timelines. And Carol is also getting her own series too, so... And Dead City with ne uh, Negan and... Uh, what's her face? Judith talks about Aunt Maggie at Hilltop all the time. They're also getting a second season. So it's very interesting how they're doing this timeline. I'm going to be... I mean, there's definitely just question mark curiosity how they're going to do it, how they're going to play it all together. There's definitely going to have to be some prequels. There's going to have to be some future stuff but very rarely do spin-offs work they are actually working with the walking dead so i would highly recommend you check these shows out the saddest thing and i say this in a sad way fear the walking dead just finished up its entire series with the final season season eight let's be honest just like gray's anatomy that show died seasons ago it was honestly those first couple seasons of Fear the Walking Dead were incredible storytelling. It told a different perspective of the apocalypse, a different perspective of the world in which we know Rick Grimes and Daryl Dixon and all that other wonderfulness. It got really silly, probably around season five. It got silly to the point of this is kind of stupid at this point. There was a nuclear bomb that went off and apparently people survived. It just doesn't work. Zombies, nuclear waste, it doesn't work. The way they kind of filmed it, the cinematography, the story arc, I get it. It kind of like, for television, sure, it worked. But in reality, it's total bullshit. That's what made The Walking Dead so special was because this shit could actually happen. And it's like, if this did happen, pretty much The Walking Dead is exactly how the world would be, if you ask me. We're not looking at World War Z shit or like 28 Days Later type zombies. Zombies are like flesh-eating brain-eating things, and you got to take care of it. Uh, and then when the world goes to hell, how do you fix it? So I really kind of, that's where The Walking Dead was the seed. And then, of course, you have this tree now of different spinoffs, including Fear the Walking Dead, which it was I, it was overdue. Let's just say that. The, the final series, the final season, season eight, was definitely, it's time to go. It was, yeah. Let's just say that if you are a fan, uh, I would love to know your thoughts, what you thought of the final season. I thought they did the, the characters pretty dirty, and I don't mean that in a good way. I mean that in a very bad way, because finishing up their story arcs was kind of like taking a dump all over their face, just to be transparent. So it's great that it's over, but again, it should have ended way, way long ago. So take that as you will. On the humor side of things, a little bit of a nostalgia piece, which I encourage anybody that ever was a fan from before. Frasier has just released their first couple episodes of the first season, and I pray to God they continue with this new generation, I guess, of Frasier. It's currently streaming on Paramount+. Plus. 
and it really is it's just continuing the story the best thing you have i have to give so much credit to the writers and the direction that they're taking this new fraser reboot series if you want to call it it's the same fraser we all know and love when he was in seattle it was it's the same kind of vibe the same kind of story the same kind of characters but that's the best part about it is there aren't any familiar faces every once in a blue moon you do get a special guest star but the best part about this series is there is a completely new cast and it is absolutely everybody is working together it is funny it is hilarious it works well the development of characters you fall in love with them within a first one or two episodes it's absolutely magical and it will take you back to the early 1990s seriously folks if you were ever a fan of the original Frasier please go and check this out you will not be disappointed 10 out of 10 four cups of tea out of four cups of tea for the new Frasier currently streaming on Paramount Plus if you're also looking for something totally new totally brand spanking new that is also just downright hilarious very um european humor colin from accounts is currently streaming on paramount plus it's the story you may have seen a trailer for it where the guy sees the girl the girl flashes the guy the guy gets distracted and he hits a dog and it's the story of these two people coming together to basically save this dog's life but at the same time build a relationship whether it's love, whether it's romance, whether whatever it might be. What really makes this show unique and kind of interesting is if you've ever been a fan of British humor, if you ever watched the in-betweeners, the young ones back in the early 70s, it's really dark humor, but it's hilarious because it's just jokes. It's just banter. Um, if you've ever been around uh, like an English pub, if you've ever been around me, it's the type of humor that we kind of give off of. Yeah, it's probably not the best thing to say. And you really wouldn't say this type of stuff at work. But it is funny in regards to just having a good laugh. It's just good storytelling. It's just nothing evil. It's nothing, you know, disrespectful or hated. It's just simple humor with a good story. I encourage you all to check it out because it really, really is something, it's something new, it's something unique and different, but it works absolutely perfectly. So definitely check it out. Colin from Accounts. Last but not least, I do wanna talk about something we've obviously mentioned on this channel before, but also a very new show that is currently streaming, both of which are on Apple TV plus right now first and foremost we just got the start of season four of for all mankind we've talked about this kind of a little by little throughout the spot of nerd series i guess i'm trying to sound technical without just go with me here well i've never really kind of done a full episode on for all mankind it is it, seriously it's one of the best shows i have ever witnessed in my entire life the cliff notes version is it tells the story of humanity but instead of the United States going to the moon first, it's actually the Russians. And then, of course, the story goes from there. Full transparency, I've said this before, it is a very slow burn. Trust me, this show, it takes, you gotta burn through that first season. But I promise you, if you can get through that first season, you will not be disappointed. So we just hit season four. There's only been about uh, maybe one or two episodes as of this episode right now. And they really are nailing it because again you you kind of they're going forward now to the point of they're passing us in relation to history and it really is something phenomenal the way they've created the ability for mankind to go to mars but also to develop mars is 
pretty interesting. And the way I'm, what, what I mean by that is the story arc is going to about, you know, resources. How are we getting these resources? How are we going to mine them? And they've developed ways to mine comets. That's where we really have left off. There's obviously espionage, there's drama, there's love and things like that. But For All Mankind really is that kind of little baby sister to if you've ever seen other stuff we've talked about, specifically with The Expanse. The Expanse is, to this day, hand to God, the greatest sci-fi television show that has ever existed. For All Mankind is its little baby sister. And what it, what I mean by that is really, it's the realism factor. It's the fact that, yes, this is science fiction, but there was actual thought put into these shows. This isn't like laser swords and monsters and things like that. No, this is humanity exploring space, exploring the solar system with the technology that we see today. And it's absolutely fantastic. Seriously, folks, if you haven't tried it yet, please go and check For All Mankind out right now, streaming on Apple TV+. Plus. Which leads us, of course, as well to their most recent new show, Monarch, which is the story of the humans behind the entire King Kong and Godzilla franchises that you have probably, hopefully, watched in theaters. And I am talking about the reboot series. I'm not talking about the old stuff, which is still just as good. But these reboot movies have been incredible. There was, like, King Kong, Skull Island. There was, like, Godzilla. There was Godzilla vs. Kong. Truly some of the most beautifully CGI'd films that you have ever seen in your entire life. So Apple brought out this new show called Monarch. The entire basis is what are human beings do when they are surrounded by these titans? And again, there's only been about one or two episodes as of this episode here, but it is, it will draw you in in the most epic way possible. It is a, it's one of those shows that kind of dips into the past and it dips into the future, but it tells the human side of number one, how were they discovered? How are these monsters discovered? And then, of course, in the future, how are they being tracked? How are they being, how are, how is humanity progressing forward knowing that they have to have a symbiotic relationship with these giant Godzilla monsters? Think Jurassic Park, but instead of like having one island for dinosaurs, the dinosaurs are everywhere and we all have to just coexist. It's badass. And again, you can tell there is a large budget for this film. The visuals are incredible amazing cast seriously if you were ever a fan of those movies check out monarch right now because it is only continuing the incredible story that they really are telling at this moment so definitely check it out do it now damn it okay yes i admit that was weird but we are gonna wrap this episode up i want to send a huge huge thank you to everybody out there right now that it continues to watch spot of nerd please out of pity seriously out of pity for me i would love it if you would go ahead subscribe right down below give me a thumbs up tell me your thoughts i would love to know what are you watching that i should be there's so much to catch up on and that's just tv shows we haven't even hit the movies that we've been watching lately so We'll definitely be doing that in another episode. Huge, huge thanks to everyone that continues to support. Sending all my love out there. I hope you all have a happy holiday season. We will definitely be continuing all of the wonderfulness that Spot of Nerd can bring. But until then, we will see you guys next time. Later, y'all.
So you know what's interesting? I just realized I'm doing this episode in a different area and a lot of people wonder like, you use your hands a lot, you move around a lot. The reason for that, sneak peek, spoiler, we're gonna talk more about zoo life coming up in the near future. I've done probably maybe one or two episodes on this channel discussing the life that I used to have as a zoologist. Zoology truly is a passion of mine. Just recently, actually, November 15th, was uh, national or international and global. It was Steve Irwin Day. Woohoo! The proof is in the pudding. We're doing it! Steve Irwin was the greatest idol that I've ever had in my entire life. He inspired me to become a zookeeper and achieve my dream job of working as a zookeeper at the San Diego Zoo. It was the greatest job I've ever had and to this day will ev ever will be. But there definitely came, there were pros and there were definitely cons. We're gonna continue that story and I really think it's time that we dive into it because I've only just touched on what I used to do, what I used to be, all that world entails in, in, in relation to me working at San Diego Zoo Global. It's, it's incredible and I have so many stories I wanna share with you that I hope I can get out here. I think I can talk about it now because it's been long enough, so we'll see. But either way, I think it's just incredible because you need to learn more about why it's so important that zoos exist, why Steve Irwin was such an inspiration to not only me, but millions upon millions of people around the world. And also just the fact that like, animals are badass. Can we just all agree on that? As, 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 as messed up as the world is right now, can we just agree animals are so much better than everything? I mean, come on, seriously. I mean, it, I used to do shit that like, you, you can't even imagine. Have you ever given an enema to a rhino before? Have you ever wanted to learn how that happens? I can tell you. Let's go.